Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About Representation. Still in season one, talking all things love, relationships, wedding, all the fun things. I'm excited for my guest tonight because we go back for a few years now, I think maybe like four or five. Um, so I am so happy to have Ms. Brittany Mason on here with me tonight. And we met from working together in sales some years ago, then like reconnected in the blogging world. So really happy for you all to hear her story and just her perspective on some things as it comes to navigating the wedding world. So Brittany, go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit. Hello everyone, um, I'm Brittany. I um, run the prettyplus.com, which is a blog I've had since 2012, I think around 2012 so it's been a long time um so i am representative of the plus size community and i do all things family and budgeting and fashion all those things but plus size is where i started awesome and so i'm really happy to have Brittany on here because if you all have listened to any of the other episodes We've talked a lot just about like the wedding industry and who is really represented in that space. And it is definitely thinner body women, um, blonde, blue eyed, like white women. Like it is just very, yeah. it's a certain demographic. And definitely. We wanted Brittany's perspective for a little start back, rewind. Tell us a little bit more about the because <laughs> um, why you decided to start that blog, what it's meant to you. Um, and just a little bit more about your brand with the Pretty Plus. Right. Um, so I started the Pretty Plus with one of my friends back in the day when we, when blogging was really first starting. Blogging and YouTube was like a newer thing for people to be doing. Um, I just realized that there re weren't really any plus size girls who looked like me online. Yeah. So a lot of the style I saw was more like grandmother style if you mm. can imagine lane mm -hmm. bryant back in the day yeah. the only place i could really shop was like kmart or lane bryant and sure. um i just remember getting excited about find, like first being able to find some other clothes that i thought were really cool and i wanted to share my style more and wanted to represent a, a little slice of the internet that wasn't taken up at that time so we first started in um, fashion and beauty for plus size girls and um, soon after my friend ended up not being able to do the blog anymore. She had kids and things like that, that but for me writing has always been a passion. So before this even I had, a, I had another blog and it was just like a diary still up online if you want to Google it. I'm not going to send you the link, it's kind of embarrassing <laughs> but I left it there for, for fun. Um, but I've always loved writing, and so yeah. I wanted to continue that, and um, I just really ran with it. So the Pretty Plus has has now like become really representative of me in every way. Instead of just being fashion and beauty, I talk about all the things that I'm really passionate about, and I'm able to um, share the love with other plus size women or straight size women. It doesn't really matter to me at this point. Um, just matters that everyone's represented at the table for me, so. Absolutely. And I love that you said that you really much started it because you weren't seeing yourself represented. And I think that's where we can start to make some changes. It's just kind of like seeing where those gaps are, acknowledging them, and then like kind of trying to make up some of that space. 
And so that it's really been helpful for so many women to be able to like find your blog and like just feel seen and heard in so many different Yeah, I still feel like my style in the plus size community isn't one that's like really widely accepted. So I still feel like if you're going to look for plus size blogs, you'll find really radical plus Mm. size like fashion or you'll find really like flamboyant plus size fashion but the minimal vibe that I tend to go for the you know smaller closet things like that they really aren't represented as well so I I'm trying to show more and more of that even though I've kind of gone away from posting as much fashion just because most of the time I'm rocking a t-shirt and a mom bun but I want to show that because not a lot of people do and I think it's a cool fashion still just not as high fashion or uh trendy not I'm not super trendy I'm wearing a tie-dye t-shirt right now but I'm not super trendy (laughs) (laughs) I'm in workout clothes still so I'm not trendy right now um let me ask you a question about that then so kind of like in that influencer realm Mm -hmm. I do like different readings and stuff on social media and I've just been seeing more talk lately about like paid partnerships and what that looks like and how brands Mm -hmm. really go for a certain aesthetic has it been challenging like to partner with companies it's been it's been it's been weird um I'd say that I still have a lot of the same partnerships that I have had for a while that are based on lifestyle. Mm. Um, I haven't gotten as many like um, national brands reaching out to me as I used to in the past for plus size fashion. Um, Another thing is I was a lot heavier than I am now. And once I started to, to lose weight and focus more on myself and becoming healthier without the emphasis of the fad diet world you know what right. I'm saying um, a lot of them didn't like that and they just dropped me so I had some partnerships with some national brands that just were like sorry that's not our clientele and that's okay I'd rather sure. them tell me that than, <laughs> than to not but right. yeah it's, it's been very different different in the last few years especially for I think most influencers that are around my size it's like not a hundred thousand followers but not like right 300 followers it's just in a very weird space but yeah it's so it's an interesting space to watch play out and how people navigate that so mm-hmm. I'm curious how that works and who I'm seeing really like pop up on ads and things like that yeah um but just transitioning a little bit into the topic of like weddings and all that stuff um we spoke briefly in your dms about it but you're married cute man yeah super cute family um (laughs) so what was your experience and what was it like for you navigating that world of like dress shopping and all that as someone who does identify as a plus size woman since I knew that we were going to talk about this I tried to think back on that time and it was just such a weird so I got married six and a half years ago so I was wedding dress shopping about seven years ago and I honestly didn't know that I could go anywhere except for David's Bridal. I honestly didn't know that a shop in Indy might carry plus sizes. Sure. And I went into a few different shops with friends who were just like, oh, you're engaged, let's go look. Like, not mm-hmm. like at the point where I was like going dress shopping, but like just kind of 
critiquing. And none of the places I went into had plus size dresses. And they were all like, well, we could order some in. You'll have to pay for them. And then if they don't work out, well, you know, that whole thing. So it was just like, well, I don't want to do that. That makes me really uncomfortable. So um, I did end up going with David's Bridal. And um, I had a good experience with them. But the dresses that they have, while they do a thing that I really love, and I think most of my followers are readers would know that I love brand store size inclusive so anywhere from a double zero to a 42 women I love when brands do that David Bridal does do that and I've always been very grateful for that so I was comfortable going there however um, sometimes when there are brands that are size inclusive they don't necessarily complement a plus size body they don't know how to take that size zero that they put on the model and duplicate it they just add extra fabric and keep the same shape when that's not not exactly what we're looking for um but i was able to get my dress um actually i got two dresses so i bought a dress and i loved this dress i loved it it was yeah. really low cut. My boobs were out. I thought it was like the, like uh, the best thing. And then I had a freak out on Thursday before my wedding, which was on a Saturday. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to do my first dance with my dad. Like my grandma's going to be there. Like I don't want my dad in my boobs. Like I just like freaked <laughs> out. And I went, I went back to David's bridal and I was like, I'm sure they won't be able to get it. Cause I had to have that one altered a little bit. I'm like, I'm sure they won't be able to get another dress for me and get it altered in time. And then this other dress that I had been looking at a little bit was um, there and it fit me perfectly, no alterations. And I bought that one. And I still do regret wearing that one instead of the one I really loved. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've already sold it. Like, I don't, I'm like, oh, I don't really wanna keep this, but you know. Yeah. So that was the, the shopping experience that I had then. Now I think the really cool thing is that brands are advertising that they have plus sizes and one of my um internet friends she's also a blogger her name on instagram is thrifty fatty she works for a um plus size wedding dress um store in minnesota i don't know exactly i think it's minneapolis but don't hold me to that and they post really fun tiktoks and they make the wedding dress shopping experience looks really really cool and I wish that I had that for when I was getting uh what it like when I was getting my wedding dress because I was just anxious that nothing would fit me the whole time thinking Mm -hmm. I have to get the biggest size they have in the store or else they're going to have to order it in for me it's gonna be a whole thing instead of their vibe is like very laid back like very fun and uh I wish that I had that but I didn't and um that really sucks yeah so did david's bridal do did you know they carry a plus size they did a really good job of marketing it or was it kind of like word of mouth or like the combination of the two yeah i don't i don't think they did a great job of i don't think david's bridal really needs a market right like I mean, everyone's everyone, like, like everywhere yeah <laughs> yeah so um i had gotten a prom dress from david's bridal because gotcha. i couldn't find when I was in high school and it was prom time, no plus size prom dresses. I'm talking zero. Yeah. So I ended up getting a 
bridesmaid's dress. Both times I went to prom from David's bridal for prom because that that was a struggle. I'm I'm wondering now, like thinking about, it, I think that kids have more like better options now as far as prom dress and sizing, but there was nothing then. So I, that's how I already knew that they carried my size. Gotcha. Yeah, whenever I was, I got my dress probably like a, two or three months ago. I don't know. Um, but then the Instagram's like real big now. So I was like scrolling through pages and like, you know, all the things. And yeah, you just don't really see that many plus size models on any of these boutique yeah. sites. And so I had this yeah. anxiety going into the store. I'm like, I don't know what size dress I wear. I remember yeah. at that shoe actually for the gift gown with Sarah and Sierra. Yeah. That experience was probably one of the first times I had to put a formal dress on since like high school. Oh my gosh, yeah. I was like, well, you don't wear them that often. You don't. Yeah. And then the sizes are just so off. And I'm like, I don't even know. So what weird. I wear, but I left that feeling so like almost defeated because I like. <laughs> I agree. Actually, I feel, I feel the same way. So they brought me some things and they brought me things that were like should have been my size or should have been like a few sizes yeah. bigger and none of them fit I ended up wearing my own dress which was killer I loved that dress but it wasn't yeah. like a prom dress so like right I didn't have my size and they brought like four or five dresses for me to try on and none of them work because yeah. sizing and things like that are just so weird they're so weird I feel like that's when you get yeah. complex and just like there's this weird notion around like the size and the tag and like I don't know but I remember just oh, yeah. weird. <laughs> I was like the were <laughs> were beautiful the pictures were beautiful but I definitely left out like man I don't even know what size I wear so then I went into my dress fitting for my wedding dress and I was like this might fit it might not fit and I just googled today how much can you let a wedding dress out <laughs> just in case I yeah. <laughs> it's, one inch. <laughs> it's one inch that's the answer that oh. I was told <laughs> but you just never know um, and I do feel like there's this pressure of like losing weight for your wedding and like I, yeah. I'm doing the bridal box subscriptions. So I have two. Mm -hmm. I'm doing the ring boxes and then uh, Miss to Misses. And the Miss to Misses one that I just got last week actually, it's like the like their theme boxes. Mm -hmm. And one is literally themed like for working out for your wedding. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah. I actually have a lot to say about this. So I yeah. wrote a blog post before I was getting ready because I, I mean, I've always struggled with balancing the healthy weight versus healthy mindset and mm -hmm. the, the, the whole mental stigma that goes along with being plus size and always feeling like you never fit in or you're not healthy because you're yeah. overweight or or all those things and so I found that I was really struggling with my weight before the wedding but it was only because I was thinking of what I should be looking like sure. or what I should be doing before my wedding so you always hear the wedding diet or shredding for the wedding or all these things mm -hmm. and I thought okay I'm gonna lose 50 pounds before my wedding and then I'll go dress shopping and then I just one day was like you know what I look like this now. My husband, you know, <laughs> got engaged to me. Yeah. Speaking, 
this is what you look like. This is what I'm getting into. My friends and family know what I look like and love me. I'm not inviting someone to my wedding that I need them to be like, wow, she really had a glow up. Like, (laughs) I just stopped it and I said, I'm not going to diet for my wedding. If I gain a few pounds, so be it. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be like vibrant instead of, you know, going to my bridal shower and be like, sorry, I can't have any cake or, you know, any of those things. Like, not doing it so I wrote a blog post all about why I wasn't dieting for my wedding or why I wasn't losing weight just to fit into a wedding dress absolutely and it felt really freeing for me writing always feels really freeing for me I I use it as therapy all the time yeah um but I I just felt really free after writing it that people wouldn't be like oh are you gonna lose weight before the the wedding or are you thinking of slimming down or you know those questions that people ask brides for reasons I don't know it's so <laughs> and um, it really is so after deciding that and voicing that to everyone I really didn't have those questions and then I was free to just have that you know I think I decided it like six months into the process so probably like another six or seven months of just being like myself and being able to to enjoy the time and not worry about it it's supposed to be a fun experience like you said you say you're gonna lose 50 pounds like the stress to constantly think of like okay i need to like work out this much not eat it's like no (laughs) it needs to be a fun yes and you need to feel comfortable so can you maybe like share how you got to that point or do you just like wake up one day and say you know what i'm happy with how i am this is how it's gonna be did something kind of happen to bring you to that realization real thing to that yeah I think that I just have always struggled with that the voice inside that says that you need to lose weight yeah and um I actually had a boyfriend before I was engaged to also was like you need to lose weight you need to lose weight Mm -hmm. and um then realizing that when Brett came along my now husband he didn't care about that like he would help me to become better in whatever I wanted to do but he was never the kind of person who would try to change anything that I wanted anything that I was feeling negative about he's always been the one to lift me up and be like I think you're beautiful your friends and family think that Mm -hmm. do what you need to do for yourself but it's not going to change anything so when I really thought about what I was doing and what the meaning of the marriage was it wasn't what I'm going to look like on that day it was what the feeling was what the moment was and for me that wasn't that wasn't losing weight to do it so I really appreciate him for that and I appreciate my family and friends for realizing that after I said that I wasn't going to do that I didn't I didn't do it and they none of them pushed me and none of them said anything to me so absolutely this is such a good situation and I feel like it's such a good thing that you just said to you about what that day is really about um there's times that we'll be talking about our wedding and planning and stuff. And I say, you know what, maybe at the end of the day, like this is about mm-hmm. uh, as a couple, it's about our union and the life that we're starting together. So yes, we want a pretty day. We want a fun romantic day, but it's like all this stuff is just for a day. Like we are there for us to really build what's going to be a lifetime together. And I feel like if we have more conversations about that, maybe we can kind of shift some of this pressure on people. <laughs> um, like your cat's got something to say too. So I know she's time. really 
Um, I agree. And I think back on my wedding day and there wasn't a time where I was looking at myself all dolled up in my dress that I was like, man, I look fat. Like it was never like that. It was my friends all around me hyping me up and then seeing my husband look at me and that whole, that whole day was just blissful. It wasn't anything that I felt like. And then to think about the fact that I could have wasted so much time and energy just trying to fit into a mold mm-hmm. the whole time before I was getting married when I should have been enjoying the process. It just makes me sad for people who feel like that they have to do that. And I'm so glad that I had the realization that I didn't. So. Absolutely. I would love to share the blog that you wrote about this. So um, please send that to me so I can post yeah. it when I post about this. Um, switching topics just a little bit. I always like to bring up like representation in TV and media and all that. So I'm mm-hmm. a nerd about all that stuff and I love mm-hmm. to pick out what's missing. Have you seen much representation of plus size brides like in movies or TV shows or anything entertainment wise? Um, like trying to think about it, but not a ton. Yeah. I mean, I feel like This Is Us has been a big one that's had like some plus size representation. Love that show. Um, it is a great show. I did. I haven't watched the latest season just because I have not been in the mood. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> it's a heavy show, and it deals a lot with with the weight. And also, I mean, if you don't follow my story, I had a very small baby. So, mm-hmm. in the whole storyline of the premature child and all that, that was too much for me to handle. Oh, but I haven't watched the the latest season sure however we do love it and it's still queued up to watch when we're feeling a little more up to it yeah (laughs) sorry my cat just flipped over me um uh there was another there have been a few shows that are like reality based shows that i think they've done like a half justice to it there was one that was like Oh, I wish I could remember the name of it because it was so wild and it was about plus size dating. And I feel like I know what you're talking about. Oh my gosh. TLC or something? It was on TLC, yeah. Oh, I don't remember what it was called, but I like, there was a picture, like one of their like promo pictures that I put myself into. And I posted that on my blog. No, maybe. <laughs> I don't even know what this is about. I just uh, Google Plus, I show TLC, and it's like a hot and heavy. <laughs> what? Uh, I'll keep looking <laughs> to see if I can. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it was hot and heavy. I'm not I don't sure. know. Nope, it was not hot and heavy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, keep looking. But I will, um, anyway, I will say the other one is, why can't I remember any names of TV shows? It has Whitney Way Thor. She is a PCOS advocate. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving air quotes because I, there were things I really liked about the show and there were things that were like such crazy exaggerations. Mm. I feel like she... She wasn't my favorite example of a plus-size woman. 
um, just, I can't, I want to explain it, but there's, I want to also be nice. So I'm like having that. I am all about the truth and being blunt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she, it out. she, it focused a lot on her losing weight and okay. a lot on her not being able to do a lot because she has PCOS polycystic ovary syndrome which is something that I talk about a lot on my blog um and for me I've always been the opposite of that where I say I have PCOS but this is all the stuff I'm going to do because I'm not gonna like be held back by it so since we were so opposite on that there were a lot of things we were similar about like having struggles with dieting and having struggles with dating and things like that but there were a lot we were opposite on so I liked the show Mm -hmm. I halfway hate watched it (laughs) halfway loved it so it's like a roller coaster but and then yeah she was just a little too whiny for me but very funny her mom is very funny so I liked that show but she again wasn't a bright on it and then um the new show with my gosh I'm like I'm laughing because whenever I try to explain like a book I'm reading or a show that I'm watching to my husband he's like you didn't explain anything well at all like I can't I can't do it but the girl from the Saturday Night Life okay the brown hair the brown hair yes okay mm-hmm. I can't think of her name I, anyway, I, I can't find that Hulu show <laughs> It's a Hulu show, and she, um, that is a great one that has some good plus-size representation. Still no bridal scene. Yes, 80. 80. 80 Bryant, yes. But, okay, the other show was Big Women, Big Love. That was the reality show that I was talking about. Women, Big Love. And um, I had I follow one of the girls and I follow each other that was on the show. So I had to think of her name and then I was able to figure it out. So anyway, <laughs> back to the point. Plus size bridal representation. Not a lot. Yeah. Just doesn't come very easily or naturally, I guess, for uh, media to portray a plus size person getting married because why would a plus-size person be capable of being loved you know so that's one of the things they do like why oh my goodness who could think of that so um when you put it like that it's so frustrating I feel like people probably have mindset in the writers rooms and like like that and that yeah it's disgusting to even know that people are thinking of things like that so and even when I'm looking at like Instagram it's the white blonde skinny girl that is always the model for a bridal shoot mm-hmm. and that's just frustrating it's just yeah it's not representative of our culture or who we are it's just annoying yeah, so i think the- that oh, sorry. sorry i think that a lot of times when plus size brides are looking for something or someone to like like choose like oh this dress looks beautiful on this person it just you have to like search more mm-hmm. because it's not just being displayed like everyone else so. I um 
Yeah, three points. So one, I, you have such a great mindset. Just let me say that. <laughs> I think you've said some really good points and I really appreciate that. And I think so often with anything, we're so quick as a society to focus on like the negatives and our deficits and the things that we can't do. Mm-hmm. And really shifting your mindset to the things that you are good at and that you can do is so vital. I think in any of us just growing and like being happy. So I appreciate that you like navigate through life that way. I wanted to bring up, cause you're a huge Bachelor fan. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love The Bachelor so much, yes. but I'm ready for a conversation. <laughs> Still never watched an episode. This came up in the first episode of this podcast that I recorded. And that one, I talked to two black women about being mm-hmm. brides and what that's like. Right. And uh, we were talking about when you go on Pinterest, it's like bridal hair, black bride. <laughs> you have to like put black behind everything, mm-hmm. tailor it. So I would assume it's probably similar, like black bridal dresses plus sizes. It's not going to be the first yeah. one that on the main page. So it's, yeah. You know, not the norm, that whatever. It's so annoying. Um, but as someone that's never watched The Bachelor, I don't know why I'm so adamant about not watching it. I feel like if I like cave, I just like have, I don't know. (laughs) I feel split on it. Like I feel like if I never would have started watching it, like I wouldn't be in such a trap of watching it because (laughs) there, I, I think that it's another thing that I hate watch half the time. Mm I, I love it and hate it at the same time. So I would say probably just don't watch it to people like, I never, I never tell people like you should watch The Bachelor. If they've never watched it before, I'm never like you should watch it. You're gonna love it because most of the time you will not love it. <laughs> but <laughs> there are other things from The Bachelor that are worth watching and that might slip you into watching The Bachelor, like Bachelor in Paradise. Mm-hmm. Much better. It's like, <laughs> have you ever watched Love Island? No. Okay, well, just, it's, that's a rabbit hole. Don't even go down there. It, and they're like, they're like hour-long episodes, and they do it like every single day of the week for like twelve weeks. Oh my goodness! It's so much. They have like 150 episodes per season. It's just a lot. So, anyway, start married at first sight, and what a show! Oh yeah, what a show! <laughs> married at first sight, yeah. Whew. We've been watching 90 Day Fiance. Oh man. Okay, we are obsessed with that show. We haven't- Are you? <laughs> we, like, might call me Baby Girl Lisa because I've <laughs> been <laughs> from the last season. Yeah. Baby Girl Lisa, I'm like, do not. <laughs> she, oh my gosh. Yeah, so we love that show. We watch, like, reality TV on Sundays. It's like our- thing. I'm a reality TV junkie. <laughs> we love it. But I wanted to ask about The Bachelor since I've not watched yeah. it. Yeah. Like, the promos and stuff and the rows. Like, I know the concept of the show. Yeah. Have they ever had any plus-size people on that show? No. They have had, like, girls who are just a little thick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not plus-size. <laughs> They're never plus-size. Um, I honestly, it's never bothered me just because of how the show is so superficial anyway, Yeah, that I just don't feel bothered by it because I don't know, there's, to me, there's just something about like watching those conventionally hot people like hate each other that I, I just really enjoy it. But if you were to put like a bigger girl on there, I would get way too emotionally attached and then just be like super offended for everything that was said against her. 
mm-hmm. just like when they put like black girls on and mm-hmm. then it's like a whole thing about like about race but they're not saying anything about race but you know that's what the problem is there's just so many things and I get too emotionally attached because then I'm like mad and upset and everyone else is mad and upset and the people who don't know that they're mad and upset because they're having a race argument (laughs) like they just they just aren't as in touch with that so they just they just don't know so for me I don't want to see plus size people on the bachelor yeah (laughs) don't they used to have a show that was called (laughs) 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 I think it was called more to love okay it was called more to love if it wasn't you have a fact checker, right? No, I'm just kidding. Google. Have, you ever <laughs> have you ever listened to Dax Shepard's podcast? That's a whole other conversation I have. Let me tell you. So my friend and I, Kristen Bell, and I loved Parenthood. It's fine. We were driving back from Michigan, and we were listening to this podcast, and we were all into it. And then one episode, Kristen Bell's on there, and I'm like, he is kind of a narcissist, and he's a little annoying. It yeah, her in that sloth video when she's like crying <laughs> on Ellen. Yeah, it's like, I mean, if it wasn't for me throwing the party for you and bringing the sloth, it would have never been a video to even record. And I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you, you, you took that moment because you bought the sloth, and we were both. It reminds me of like every <laughs> high school friend that's a boy I've ever had. <laughs> that makes sense. Like that's exactly how he yes. is. Anyway, he has a a fact checker right there. (laughs) Like, at the end of every episode, there's a fact checker. So I'm expecting you to hire a fact checker someday in the future. Absolutely. When this takes (laughs) off, I become Dak Shepard. When this takes off, (laughs) I'll become your fact checker. Yes. I'll have to Google things because I won't know them myself. Anyway, (laughs) More to Love was plus-size people bachelor. It only had one season. Okay. And... It was okay. <laughs> it's just interesting. It wasn't anything spectacular. Yeah. And I think that in general, when people are watching TV, they just want to see hot people do things. Yeah. And I think that while those people are beautiful, they're not like the conventional hot chicks who are like annoying and hate you hate them because you get too attached when it's someone who looks like you. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know. That sounds kind of weird. And I don't. I don't know how to make it sound any better. That's just how I feel. It's like if it's someone that looks like you, you can attach your feelings and emotions to it. Absolutely. And if it's not, then you can just be like, "She's an idiot. He's an idiot. Like they're all just <laughs> being dumb. You know, like having sex with each other. Like whatever." But I do get more attached if it's someone who looks like me on the screen. Oh, absolutely. Which doesn't happen that often. So. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, on This Is Us, I love that show, but I am, like, if it was only about Randall and Beth, I'd be all about it. Oh, you'd love it, yeah. I'm seeing, like, that family. I'm like, you don't see black will, families often. To be fair, they're my favorite on the show, too. Because they're great. <laughs> they are great. I love They're them. way better. They're yeah. way better than the other two's name. The <laughs> Kevin one. and Kate. <laughs> I'm, like, ruining this. I don't know anyone's name. Yes, Kevin. No, yeah, Kevin's the twin. Okay. okay. Yeah. Anyway, Kate, the plus size thing, and again, it's because I feel too attached to the situation that I don't enjoy it. Yeah. Because I'm busy thinking of how it relates to me. Mm-hmm. That's just how I. It know. Shows, I think so. that they do good writing, though. If you can relate to it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
insights, which I think it's good. It's a great show. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen, I can talk TV all night, so I'll wrap this up. Oh my God, me too. (laughs) Drop Dead Diva. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, I did. That's it. I like binged it on Netflix or Hulu. So yeah, I didn't watch it while it was happening. Yeah. Did you? No, I didn't. I didn't didn't watch it while it was happening. No. Yeah, I think I watched it. I did watch it. It's a weird, it's an interesting concept. So similar to this like body image thing, it's, spoiler alert, if anyone's ever watched it, about to ruin all of it. So (laughs) this like tiny little blonde, she's cute, gets into a car accident, dies, same day, Jane, a woman who's in a bigger body, still cute, brown hair. (laughs) I forget how she dies. They like die on the same day. Yeah. And like the blonde girl's, like ends up in Jane's body. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't even know how to explain it. Because Jane's like an attorney, but like, it's weird. But it was this whole like scene and part where she's like trying to um, like be okay being in this like bigger body because she was so yeah. to be like a thinner person. And it it's like, it, I liked the show. So I thought it was funny. It was cute, but mm-hmm. it really bothered me. For some reason that that same thing is like a recurring theme in shows is that like it's the worst thing in the world for you to like wake up and be in a bigger body mm-hmm. well like I don't walk through my life just thinking oh my gosh I have to be fat today like I'm just I just walk through life yeah my daughter still loves me like I go to work and I'm still respected like I yeah, just don't you. understand why on tv it seems like waking up as a plus size woman is like the worst too. I agree. It doesn't, it's just weird. It is so weird. So I could talk about that all day, but that's definitely like a common thing that I've noticed too in TV. And I'm like, yeah, it's bothersome. I think it's giving a message, like you said, that there's something wrong with being in a bigger body. And like, I know Julia Michaels is under like a lot of fire right now for making some comments about like Lizzo. Mm -hmm. And like intuitive eating, but my her entire brand has been about losing weight and being fit. And so of course she doesn't want people to like do anything else because like they yeah. from her. So um, yeah. you have people like that too. I read a quote once or something that said that like the whole beauty industry is pretty much like playing off of women's insecurities in some yeah. form. And when I thought about that, I'm like, that's really true. <laughs> so it's kind of heartbreaking to even think about how much money we spend to alter our appearance, whether it's plumping our lips or whatever it is. Like, we're just always trying to fix something and it's just, what are we trying to reach, you know? Like, what beauty standard are we, if it's always changing Mm -hmm. It's like, we're all gonna be all jacked up, so. (laughs) (laughs) Have you read, like, this is not my podcast, but have you read or seen anything about um, the censorship of plus size bodies online? No, please do elaborate. it's like um on tiktok we'll say tiktok because that's like all the rage right now a girl is dancing in a bikini and she's skinny and blonde and that's fine never gets flagged nothing's wrong right she's dancing in a bikini it's nothing is against it a plus size girl comes on dances the same song the same style same bikini only her size and they get banned like they Mm -hmm. get the video taken down and that like started a whole thing because that happens so much for plus size girls who are just showing some skin because it's considered yeah. indecent when 
a skinny girl does the same thing and it's not considered indecent. And then you can magnify it by race as well because we see some plus size women who are white who are okay and they coast through, but then the plus size black women, they're just like banned immediately because it's too racy, too sexy. And that is frustrating. So Stephanie Yaboya, do you follow her? I don't. So she, she's a really, really cool British plus size black beautiful woman posted all about it and I went into it like a deep dive so she has a friend I wish I could remember the friend's name because the friend is actually the one who um I don't follow her but she is the one who started the the whole thing and Stephanie had a whole conversation with Instagram and Facebook about why this is happening and how they can stop it from happening and and was trying to make changes so things like that even just little things where you think that your best friend who's a tiny, blonde, skinny girl who's doing the same dance right next to you isn't isn't censored, but you are just because your body is more curvy, it's too, like I'm using air quotes, too sexy or mm-hmm. too revealing just because you have curves and it's, um, it's very frustrating. That's so frustrating. No, I was not aware, but I'm not surprised. I do like TikTok. Um, And when I scroll through, it's pretty much the similar like aesthetic, but I do like follow more pages now. So my For You page is way more diversified. Right. If I didn't. Oh, same. It's a thing. That's the thing. I like TikTok. My TikTok page is way more diverse than my Instagram. Because Instagram just keeps showing me the same thing over and over. I may have never liked this person's anything but for some reason she's showing up at the top and none of my diverse plus size black asian friends are showing up yeah it's um censorship at its finest it's it's the media showing you what they want you to see Mm -hmm. not even the media it's um social media showing you what they want you to see developers (laughs) showing you what they want their platform to look like Mm-hmm. I that's so frustrating. became really intentional and I say this all the time just about who I do follow on social media and I'm like I still see things I don't want to see on there but I try really hard mm-hmm. to follow accounts that do represent what I'm trying to just like yeah I think I started Instagram right when it first started and I already had a blog then so anyone who would follow me I'd follow them absolutely yep then five me following five thousand people later i'm like i don't see anyone i care about i just see all these (laughs) random people that i didn't curate to be here it's not like i curated this page and then now i've been going through the training process of vetting every person and Mm -hmm. deleting people and then going through my followers and deleting creeps and all the things in the last year i've deleted two thousand of my followers yeah. who were just like creeps, not real accounts, just randomness. People yeah. that I felt were hateful and I just didn't need them to be there. Sure. And then I've unfollowed myself, probably like 3,000 people. And not because I don't like them as a person, but because I'm right. trying to have a page here that's representative of, of what I want to see mm-hmm. and what I stand for and my friends or my family and it's gotten to be so out of hand that you don't see what you want to see online. And um, I want to see more people like me or more people like my friends. 
but instead I'm just seeing all these models and I don't want to see all the models all the time. So. <laughs> exactly. I get it. Um, so switching gears one more time. So mm-hmm. you have a daughter who you guys is like the cutest little thing ever. I think I always uh, tell you that in a DM or something because she is just so I know. I'll never get, I'll never get like over hearing everyone tell me she's so cute. She's so, but so the other cute. day when I posted pictures of her, I have, it was a full-time job responding to people telling me how cute she was. And because I was she's like, adorable. It, she is. She's, she's a little gem. so cute. And her personality just really shines through, I feel like, when you post her. So. She is a Sour Patch Kid. She <laughs> but she's very so, sweet. Having a daughter and being so body positive, what are some um, just like tips and things you can get to other parents that are raising daughters to just really help them have those conversations and just like instill that calm because even young girls I feel they get marketed mm-hmm. now for and she's not that old to be like seeing social media yeah. but like she will get <laughs> um so I have a, a lot to say on this um first of all it does get very young I have a niece who just turned four and she does not have a ton of confidence and it makes me super sad I have to like reassure her all the time and that's just from having a less than perfect home life okay a, a less than perfect role model that's with her all the time when you are down on yourself as a mother and you think oh my gosh I don't look good in this I don't like this I don't like this like I I hate how I look here your child is going to see that and your child is going to pick up on that and your child is going to think those things you think about your body about their body Mm -hmm. so I have her pretty much every weekend like for one night and it's a lot of work to try to help her feel as confident as I know Claire feels Claire is my daughter. It hasn't been too hard to hype Claire up because she hypes herself up, to be honest. <laughs> she is like all about herself. But something that I have to think about is Claire is like the opposite size-wise as mm-hmm. me. So I, I've always been chunker. Like I've always been chubby girl and, you know, fine with it. Never really like bullied as a kid, which is good. But Clara is very small. So she, she was born two pounds eleven ounces, and she is healthy. She's always been pretty healthy. Um, yeah. She's very little, so now she's almost two, and she's about eighteen pounds. Which, if you're not a mother, you you probably don't understand these stats. But she's not even in the first percentile. <laughs> I always say things like that, and people are like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Basically, just means. She's very, very, very small for her size. Where you want, like, the normal child is in the 50th percentile. Um, some kids can be in the 99th percentile. Some are in the 5th. She's not even on the 1st. So, that's where she is. I had to really rebuild how I was thinking about food based on how I needed to feed my daughter. And that sure. seems so strange. But when you think about how you can have a candid conversation an open conversation with your partner about well we want to eat this because we're trying to lose a little weight or we're, we want to eat this because it's healthy it just becomes so different when you have a child and they're listening to everything mm-hmm. so we don't have this food is healthy we don't have this food as a treat we have here are your options yeah. you know this <laughs> and I think that's really helped 
not only helped me mother my daughter to grow as a woman, but has helped me to realize that I don't need to worry about things like that. I need to eat for health and I need to eat to nourish my body, but I don't need to restrict myself. And I, you know, feeding into a lot of the intuitive eating mm-hmm. that um, kind of become a buzzword at this point, but it, it is how we are trying to be at our houses. We're trying to eat intuitively. My husband and I both do suffer from like, a, I would say, binge eating more than anything um but we are trying to work on that for her so long-winded answer for for how it's so good though yeah yeah just trying to make sure that those things that you would say to yourself you don't say those things to your child and reframing how you're thinking of the way that you phrase things to your child in turn is also going to help you think about how you think of yourself and um that's been really helpful for me and I think help can be helpful to a lot of parents but another thing that I think about when I think of mothering a daughter is that um my child is I as I said I think she's so beautiful but I try so often to tell her she's more than that Mm-hmm. She is very beautiful, so it's so easy to just like, oh, so cute, because she is so cute. Mm-hmm. But trying to say like, oh, you're so courageous, or wow, you're so engaging today, mm-hmm. like things like that. Or I try to tell her, you sure are charming. <laughs> like those things that you yeah. don't think to tell a child, but you really just try to be the hype man for my daughter. Um, easy to do because it's your child but sometimes moms get stuck in saying you're so pretty you're so cute you're so all those descriptive words of how a child can look when sometimes they just want to feel better about themselves and boost their confidence that can be really helpful to a, a young child going back to my niece yeah. I I said the other day I was just talking to my daughter and my niece was in the room she was playing and I was like Claire you are so smart she was doing something and and my niece was like but I'm smart too right sure. yeah of course you're smart like kids need to hear that yeah, and I try to make it a point to say that to my daughter but even if you have a child in your life that's not your daughter or your son just say those encouraging words it doesn't have to be wow, your dress is really pretty. Because I'm sure their dress is pretty. You're not going to buy them an ugly dress. Right. Wow. You look awesome today. It's so easy to say that because it's not saying like, wow, your face is beautiful. Wow, you you have a pretty smile. You look awesome. Do you feel awesome? Cool. I love that. I saw a post on Instagram once that was something it was like 50 compliments to give that aren't about appearance yeah it's so important to do even for adults I think we even need Uh sometimes but I you know for kids it does start so young and I think that we forget that they're little people too Mm -hmm. they're like little sponges we all know that and they do take that stuff in and so I'm happy that your niece has you to be that affirming person for her yeah um so I continue to recognize that too. Yeah. Well, like how much better would you feel if your fiance was like, Angelisa, you are so smart. <laughs> then oh, to I like, love when he tells me I'm smart. Yeah. <laughs> but you're like, 
tell me I'm smart, tell me I'm capable, tell me I'm, you know, loyal, things like that, that you're like, yes, I am, I've been waiting for you to say that, I am loyal, here I am with this ring on my finger still being yours seven years later, thank you for saying I'm loyal, because I am. (laughs) He does, he's really good about that, and I've talked about my things before and wanting to lose weight, and I I go down these rabbit holes too, and he's like, I think you're beautiful, how you are it's like I mean you can do things if it's going to make you feel better but I don't think you need to change anything you know like I love you just how you are like you know how you said your husband is mm-hmm. and so one day I was like okay no more ice cream for a while I'm like if you see me like pick it up just tell me no and he's like I'm not policing your food and he was like I'm not doing that like yeah. no <laughs> and he was just so offended that I even asked him to do that um and so it is having those conversations that I'm like mm-hmm. oh no matter what this man like loves me dearly and that's all that matters at the end of the day yeah so very very blessed to have found someone that really like boost me up to you because I need that sometimes yeah we all do um so we're coming up on an hour so I want to be respectful of your time and um because I had another show I thought about so I'm gonna bring it up <laughs> so I could talk do it. do it okay we were seeing okay did you ever watch the fosters no Okay, it was on ABC Family. I love, like, ABC Family. I know what you're talking about, <laughs> but I didn't watch it. They did a spinoff, though, with the sisters, and it was called Good Trouble, also an ABC Family show. Why I watch teen shows. I don't know, but I enjoy them. They're entertaining. Sometimes I, I do that sometimes. <laughs> I like them. I love the fosters. I'm like, I am going to, like, we want to adopt one day. Like, we're both all about that. Um, but there's a character on Good Trouble who is, oh my gosh, your cat. <laughs> I always wish I could post a video sometimes to this. Like, I know, right? I <laughs> mean, <laughs> there's yes, the There's a character on there. And he's a plus size woman, and she has a blogger brand too. And it really is about being her body, her being body positive, and posting herself in different outfits and things. And her mom is just terrible to her. Like her mom is the main one like trolling her account and i'm just like mom mm-hmm. and she's like my entire life she's always been like that and i'm just like think of how real that is for so many families though whose moms are like oh well, mm-hmm. don't eat that don't forget we're doing this or you know i'm just like who wants to grow up in a house like that that's so damaging and it's yeah. i read a lot of books and a lot of times i will gravitate toward books with like plus size lead size narrator and um I'd say that a lot of them most of them start out with telling you some sort of story of how that one of their parents was nasty to them in a way that made them feel bad about what they were eating or what their size was or police what they were eating some of them have and like multiple times have talked about how they were like locked out of pantries and things like that and that to me is very sad I really didn't have that growing up I have one instance that I I remember that my mom told my grandma that I didn't need a milkshake (laughs) and it hurt me so much my mom has never been like you need to lose weight or anything like that but one time I heard her telling my grandma when my mom didn't think she could hear that I didn't need a milkshake after my grandma bought it for me. 
Mm-hmm. Those things stick with you. That's Absolutely. the one time I ever heard my mom say anything negative about my size or my appearance, but I still remember it. And I was probably six years old. And yeah. like, they stick with you. So luckily I've had a great, like my mom and I are super close. It's never been like that. And I'm sure she was looking out for it, but it could have just even been, she doesn't need a milkshake. It's 10 o'clock at night. Like, I don't know what the context was. It wasn't. Sure. But anyway, <laughs> it could have just been that, but it just to even hear it and to exactly. know as, as a six year old that you are a bigger girl that your mom doesn't want you to have that milkshake, that's something that can really affect you. And it did affect me for a long time. So I I always read books like that and hear stories like that, or I hear about kids being bullied when they were in high school or middle school. Mm-hmm. I'm sure people said things to me, but it really didn't happen that much to me. And I don't, I don't know why. It may have just like rolled off of me. I don't know. I'm sure that there were, I know there were a few people who were just rude all the time, but I am the type of person who's just like, get out of my face. I don't care what you have to say. Mm-hmm. But that's just heartbreaking to know that those things really happen. But I, I find, back to the representation thing, I find a lot more representation in books and okay. in just wondering why it is because it's still not on the screen. I was going to say, you're not seeing it. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I did just read a book. The I don't remember when it was like <laughs> a few weeks ago. I'm gonna tell. Like, let's quiz Brittany on the names. I know. Of- <laughs> yeah, I don't know the names of anything, but let me tell you the name of this book because if you're listening to this and you want to hear more, like if you want to read a good story of a plus size woman, this is a good one. It's called Big Summer. Big Summer. Big Summer, and it is by Jennifer Weiner. Jennifer <laughs> Weiner. <laughs> anyway, um, the story is wild. It's like I don't. I, I'm not gonna go just read it because it is a good, good book. I think, in my opinion, very good. But it's about a plus size blogger. So I'm like reading this and I'm like, shoot, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> yeah. And then it goes down this like crazy stuff. There's like a murder. Oh, wow. And then I really want to tell you, can I just say spoiler? Like, spoiler. So, I okay. do want to read it, but you can You want to read it? Okay, I'm not going to spoil it. You can I'm not spoil, spoil it. it. Go for it. No, because I want you to read it. It'll be so okay. good. Okay. I just anyway, there are okay. a lot of twists and turns, but one of the main things is that, like, the main feeling that I'm going for here, the the point that I'm trying to make, is this woman who had a large Instagram following was posting all about positive body positivity and and um, her fitness journey is what people were really drawn to, and I think mm-hmm. that is an annoying hack for larger people to have to post about them being fit for people to want to follow them that's Mm -hmm. a side tangent however she is still so unsure of herself even though on the internet she's saying she's so sure of herself and I think that's something to really Mm -hmm. think about and to look for sometimes you're following someone and everything they're posting is just a big mess you're not seeing the behind the scenes you're not seeing the feelings that they're having you're not seeing the internal struggles or 
than editing their pictures so much because, or taking a hundred pictures just to choose one because that's the one that they look the skinniest in. Um, I can tell you that's something I've never gotten into. Mm-hmm. Whatever the heck I want to <laughs> I'm pretty liberal, and that's probably why I don't have 100,000 followers. Same. That's okay. That <laughs> also comes with a lot of haters. So I'm not ready for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just thought it was a really interesting thought to like, now that we're in the age where we're on social media so much, to read a book that was written so recently that it has like stories of social media affecting and how you're actually viewed online versus how you are in person I am really enjoying reading stories like that because that's what we're going through right now so yeah no I wrote that down so I will put that in the post too when I post about this um that's I'm again not surprised that you're able to find more representation in the books like we said everything i'm not either look so i'm not surprised to hear that at all but again it's just sad and i'm mm-hmm. uh, maybe you should write a book Brittany. you know i thought about it but <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can't really tell a story like out loud maybe i could i i love writing so like my blog yeah. posts i love doing i've played around with writing some books before Maybe I'll do it. I just don't know. I support I it. I like reading better than even writing. I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll be a movie star instead. I don't know. I mean, probably I'm not. Movie girl, I will support you. I will. I can't tell a story. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine me on stage? It would just be like cats jumping everywhere, and it'd be so oh my gosh, it would be great. I'm loving our conversation. So <laughs> forgetfulness at all. It's been great. <laughs> so <laughs> but, so can you tell everybody um, your social media handles and how they can follow you? Yeah. You tag YouTube, but. I say this at the end of every one of my YouTube videos, and I find it to be so obnoxious whenever I'm editing back. I'm like, why do I always say that? But I'm going to say it now. And it is, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I can't even say it now. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube at the Pretty Plus, and as always on my blog, theprettyplus.com. I didn't even say it right. If I was at the end of one of my actual videos, I would have said it so perfectly, but I'm not there. But yeah, I'm at the Pretty Plus on Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> and um, yeah, the blog is theprettyplus.com. Awesome. So, any final reflections or things you want to share? I've truly enjoyed our conversation. I have not had a chance to talk to Brittany in a long time. I know. I was going to say, I've enjoyed this conversation. If no one else can follow it, I've had a great time talking to you. <laughs> and I mean, I'm just so passionate about this. It's like, I have just, the older I've gotten, just really become so, like, almost obsessed with, like, inclusivity and representation. Yeah as I grow and just like really see what's lacking and so I've always loved a story I've always loved to learn about people mm-hmm. and I love a documentary like my dream job is to be a documentarian yeah. and just learn about people so these conversations give me so much life and I just like yeah I mean there are so many things I think it was posted in the Indie Ball Society group the other day and just posted it and it was like what are things you could talk about forever and we've hit on so many of mine so it's like plus size PCOS reality TV and the bachelor like 
all those things. All the things. <laughs> all the things. But anyway, what I want to say is if you are a plus size bride, there are wonderful places you can look to and there are more options than just David's Bridal. However, if David's Bridal is what you feel comfortable with, don't feel less for going to a box store like David's Bridal because they are equipped to help every body size and it's just it, it can make sense for you if that's what you want to do however there are other places to go and of many other options i wish that they had that when i was getting married but they definitely do now so just keep your options open and you don't have to lose weight you can still find a dress you can even have one special mate that's the that's the world we're living in we have the internet you didn't have to leave your house. You can order a dress online. It's true. My last you can, one here was Curvy Custom Bride that makes Yeah. Dresses. You can just measure your measurements and give it to them and they will make you a dress. So many options. <laughs> I love it. Brittany, thank you so much. Again, I can't say how much I enjoyed this. I keep saying it, but I truly, truly did. It was such a good conversation. So well, thank you for coming on. And I'm excited to keep the podcast going and get some more people on here to share their stories. But thank you so much to everyone for tuning in.